0: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers. Open your minds. Grab your mouse and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 is now in session. Is now in session.
1: Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on cranberry.fm. Episode number 288. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of step Forth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcut, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Local. Well, John, you and I were just lamenting at how much we're working these days, so uh oh, yeah. everyone understands we're sorry we missed last week, but we're trying. It's uh, overwhelming right now. It's good. It's
0: fantastic. I love being busy, it's, but it's a bit crazy. Very good. <laughs> yeah. It just this goes to show that our industry still has a lot of legs, in my mind. Gosh. I mean, people talk about, you know, every, every other freaking month we see the seo is dead or seo has to change completely it's it's not it's it's continuing to grow people are doing nothing more than understanding the value of it in in more detail than they ever have
1: true yeah no and and, yeah it's it's been great and what i think i like the most is that um based on our experience i'm finding it a little easier to convince people that i can be trusted (laughs) 'Cause frankly, they come to me so jaded from all the goddamn companies that are screwing with them that it's the my bane of my existence is trying to convince people after this much time doing this job that yes, don't worry, I'm not like them. Oh, just hate
0: it. Yeah. But it is and easier. It's still it's still a blight on the industry. It really is. Yeah. And 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 actually
1: yeah. I I'm just I'm really happy to get them and, and, and turn their lives around a little bit because frankly the they can destroy lives these other companies uh, it's sad to say that but some companies just put way too much money into these uh, false SEOs
0: and, and they're losing I, their shirts I do need to get one of those I do need to get one of those hats somebody out there it, it might have been Barry I don't know who I don't know where I saw but somebody had the the big red make SEO great again hats and I need to get one of those yeah definitely yeah in fact we should make our own um, well, we could we just make SEO 101 great again, but that would that would assume that, that we're not great. So
1: yeah, yeah, not SEO one yeah,
0: Make SEO. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to think about that one.
1: A little more, a little more effort. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's lots to talk about today, and we have a, a tighter show. So let's uh, jump right into it. The first one is about uh, Google partners. There's been a bit of a crackdown uh, from Google. Uh, Apparently, they've just gotten fed up with uh, the many companies, and oh my God, are there many, holy cow, Um, that are, uh, speaking of of low-end companies, that are saying that they have special partnerships with Google that allow them advantages. And as a result, they're trying to net companies by spreading this false information. Anyway, Google has uh, taken this very seriously and have made some changes to their policies uh and uh it's it should affect the industry a fair bit i don't know how much um i guess it'll depend on just how many people they got involved uh you know are they going to get their whole team of google you know kind of like page quality guidelines uh people to do this because they're going to have a lot of sites to police um well i think
0: yeah and yeah. i think what the with the real idiot idiot the real idiots are doing that Google's trying to stop is they'll become a certified Google partner, right? For, you know, search, say, say PPC, but they'll imply that that includes all these other things, right? And, and the way that the partner badges work, it's, it's kind of, it gives you, it breaks it down, but you, it's not really obvious. So they can leverage it and say, Oh yeah, we're Google partners. And then we're talking, they can pretend like they're Google partners with SEO and all this other stuff where they're not. That's, yeah. Think, and and the I'll use some, uh, Jennifer
1: Sleg's uh, excellent post on this on the SEM post. I'll just take some of the, um, the the section titles to really make it clear what they're talking about here. Uh, first would be claiming that Google endorses your search engine optimization services, which couldn't be further from the truth for anyone. Um, uh, c- claiming that organic SEO submissions require paid placement. I still get that from people coming to me and Do saying, you, really? you know, I kept it going just because I thought that might help my ranking. I didn't, you know, like, No. Just shut it down if you're just doing that. It's ridiculous. Um, they were losing money on it, even. It's like, why? Are you, uh, anyway, guaranteeing top placement in organic search results. Oh, thank God! I love when they hit down on that crash. It's one of well, my pet peeves.
0: Yeah, but to, to, to be fair, most of them don't claim it in organic search results. They're trickier than that. they say. Yeah. Guarantee top placement on search results, and then they throw in some PPC ads and say, "See, you're there at the top." Well, and that's
1: another one they mentioned is guaranteeing top ad placement in Google. You still can't guarantee that. Um, uh, So confusing organic and ads. Well, there you go. That's still a good mixture in between. Um, Claiming preferential discounts, prices or positions. Selling unlimited clicks or visits. Bulk keyword purchases. Um, So Google's considering claiming the ability to purchase keywords in bulk as a violation. I don't really understand that. I don't think I've seen that before. Have you? No, No, I haven't. Um, confusing AdWords Express and regular AdWords. Um, I guess they're getting into some more, uh, you know, focused stuff here. Claiming ads will always appear. Misrepresenting AdWord cost. Claiming Google My Business listings are paid only. Oh, that's the lowest. Um, Yeah, that's pretty bad. Claiming to be Google. Okay, no, that's the lowest. That's a pretty bad one too. That's pretty bad too. Um, I get those, though. I get those. I get the calls all the time, like once a week at least, from companies saying, uh, or as automated saying, if you don't press button right now, you could lose your Google listing. And oh, my God. Anyway, enough people are doing it, I guess. That's why they're continuing it. At any rate, oh, one thing I, I don't want to forget to mention, uh, <laughs> I guess the key part of this is what happens if uh, these Google partners violate the policy? Uh, I'll oh, yeah. quote here from uh, the SEM post, it says uh, Google's taking violations of the new policy seriously. They'll suspend violators of the third, vi- third party policies, which likely means those partners are no longer eligible to. Suspend. Will they be found in the directories on Google's site? They may, and this is a quote from Google. They may, on case by case basis, conduct a compliance review, notify the third party of non compliance, suspend participation in the third party program, and blah 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 corporate garbage. Um, so, but most
0: of that's most of that's tied to the paid side, though, right? Because I, I think it comes down to people leveraging this to try to you know take advantage of the SEO is where the a lot of these issues come into play. Th- there's also other issues, but from our perspective, and you know there's nothing really they can do on if they on the SEO side. If people are just seeing a badge and they're claiming that they're connected to to Google with and if the customer doesn't do their research, it really doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. I still yeah, think it's and Google's never going to keep up with all the abusers. Oh yeah, no way. I mean, especially since the the image can be put in place easily, and it's out there. Yeah. Um, you
0: can copy it up cool. anybody's site. I actually, I actually had a client one time who was obsessed with one of his competitors because the competitor was beating him on a bunch of t- terms, and he swore up and down that his competitor played golf with some guy at Google, and that's why he got better rankings because because he was a golfing buddy of some guy at Google. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't um, work that way, folks. <laughs>
1: I love those conspiracy theories. There's some really good ones. I, 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 yeah, I, I get. The, I've, I've got a few clients that are, are wonderful people to work with, but they're a little bit paranoid at times. <laughs> so yeah. I have to explain things occasionally. Education is your friend. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I just have to explain it a few times a month, maybe. But it gets it, it calms them down a bit for a while. Some competitors really get under the skin of other businesses. So.
0: Oh yes, they do.
1: <laughs> so I, I guess uh, the next um, next thing here is about uh, fake news. Um, well, let's just tackle the beginning of this. Uh, so Google tackles fake news, inaccurate content, and hate sites in Raider Guidelines update. Now this is uh, another great one from the SEM Post. Fr- frankly, you know I find the SEM Post is the if I if I'm in a rush to do the show, it's the only place I have to go
0: to. She's done such a good job. Yeah, I, I still visit Barry's sites, um, SE Roundtable. He's, yeah.
1: he does a good he, he does a lot of stuff covers yeah stuff. he does I, I, no, I'll, I'll give him credit no no question but I do find that he's more algorithmic based you know about you know what's happening and, and what's you know happening at this very moment uh, mm-hmm. a lot more you know uncertainty about what's happening with the market so is are you seeing ranking updates he's asking a lot of questions it's good it's the kind of thing we need uh, but when I need information for the show I find it's faster on the SEM post it um, and then if I don't Uh, If I've got more time, I certainly go to Search Engine Land and Search Engine Roundtable as well. At any case blah blah blah. blah. This is a update to the raiders guidelines. Um, This is what the quality raiders use at Google. They have humans who do check results. It's not entirely algorithmic. I mean, I would say ninety nine percent of it is, but the small percentage is uh, humans checking things out to make sure that uh, they can provide feedback to the algorithms and uh, also root out anything that the algorithms have missed.
0: And I think that's a key point is these raters will answer questions, you know, based on search results that are helping the engineers refine the algorithms, making sure they're doing what they expect them to do and what they're supposed to be doing. Right. So they use humans to do those evaluations. And that's really what this is tied to. So we can look at these get raters guidelines, really get an idea of, you know, what is Google asking for? What are they trying to solve for? Right. Well, some of, the, uh, some of
1: these aren't necessarily changes, but maybe some um, addendums or uh, new descriptions or examples of issues um, in this, uh, these radar guidelines. So I'll just go through a few of them. And, and just a reminder, they use an acronym occasionally, which is called Eat. That's expertise. <laughs> <laughs> I know I love it. Expertise, authoritativeness, trustworthiness. So those are the three things they're looking for on a site for to determine whether or not it deserves ranking. So first, clickbait that doesn't deliver. Quoted here, titles of pages or links or
0: text in the SC. I bet you SC is site content.
1: Yes, there you go. Exaggerated co- compared to the actual content of the page. This can result in a very poor user experience, that goes on and on. Next one is add on th- an ad on sites and the quality of the ads. Google's making the clarification that ads don't make a site Low quality, but the type of ads or implementation of implementation of them can make
0: it low quality. And that goes directly to the there's a very specific page layout algorithm that looks at where ads are placed and and that and I think that's tied specifically to that because there's still an issue if you get a bunch of ads above the fold on your site. I mean that yeah. that has not gone away by any means. No, no. So what's what's the next one there, John? Um, low quality main content. So, including in- inaccurate information, such as making things up. <laughs> we don't see that anymore, do we? No. Uh, <laughs> stretching the truth. Yeah, another thing. It's pretty rare these days. Um, <laughs> creating false sense of doubt about well-established facts, which is really interesting because it's it's kind of the, uh, you know, the, the earth is flat Theory, you know, if you get a page published and you're talking about how the Earth is flat, it's probably not going to rank because it goes against a well-established fact that the Earth is indeed not flat. <laughs> and I say that because one of the basketball players on the Cleveland um, Cavaliers is in the news a lot recently because he's saying the Earth is flat. Oh uh, so dear! <laughs> I know. When your when your sports heroes are, are spreading false information, you're in trouble.
1: Oh dear, oh dear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the rest here? Failing to cite sources or making up
0: sources where Are, none exist? When, yeah. And <laughs> that, that should apply to Facebook posts as well, by the way. Just say, oh, <laughs> do as it ever. And, and, and yes. there
1: is some um, indication that they're going to be working on that uh, at Facebook. Uh, so we should be should be interested to see how that goes.
0: I, I, I actually heard there was going to be a a that they're working on verified news sources for Facebook, similar to what Google used to do, where, or and they still do to to a point where you have to be verified as a publisher to get in Google News. Um, Facebook is going to be doing something similar. um and I hope that they use that to flag real news sources from from sketchy news sources. That would be interesting. And I, I don't know they're going to be able to. Get this
1: across properly because it was a bit of a heady article. But uh, they made a good point about how how difficult that's really going to be. And I think the the I, the overarching concept was that due to social media, due to the fact that we get information so quickly and can read it so quickly, that news sources have to jump on news quickly. They may have to say this is not one hundred percent verified, but this is what's up. That then inflamed the issue and passes along any false, what turns out to be false information, but they have to get it out there or another person
0: won't or but, another but I person think will. If there's, a, if there's a, a some kind of symbol or some kind of indicator on a post that says this is from a verified news organization versus somebody's blog whose domain sounds like a real news organization, yes, right, really, That's definitely those means. kind of things would make a huge difference. Yeah, but it, I thought it was
1: interesting to say that, you know, sites that um, you know, these news organizations have feel they have to get this information out quickly. They don't have time to vet it all because they'll be scooped. Um, now, that doesn't mean they should. I, I think it should be extremely clear that this is all <laughs> um, unverified information, and perhaps it would be great if they had even a symbol for that, saying this is unverified, this is early news, just for the people who don't, for some reason, take that into consideration as an obvious thing.
0: Um, you, you mean know, most people?
1: I know, I know. Uh, um, There's a few more here to talk about, but I know we've been going on a little while. So let's take a quick break. We come back, we'll talk about low reputation. SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
0: Cranberry Radio is your new destination for
1: education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our
0: panel of on air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. So you can reach us before and after every program. Located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. How much are your best ideas worth? Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash Circle.
1: Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports.
0: eBrands.
1: Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators.
0: eBrands.
1: Twitter management app, analytics and mobile site generators.
0: eBrands. So you'll probably have a better chance of growing your business with Cranberries. What? Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess.
1: Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? it's time to cheer for egg mcmuffin and fresh cracked eggs at mcdonald's it's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest to goodness morning meal breakfast it's on at mcdonald's now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal prices and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal it's over and seo
0: 101 is back in session
1: Welcome back to SEO 101 on cranberry.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Local, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc.
0: So low reputation, what does that say there, John? It's so reputation research. They they say reputation research is also critical for information pages and news websites, particularly those on YMYL topics. Uh, What is a YMYL topic? Uh, do you know, Russ? Uh, your money or your life topics. Oh, that's right. They come up with a new acronym. What's that new? Ac- I'm trying to understand what that new acronym is. I read a little bit about it. Do, do, can you explain that at all? Yeah, um, well, it's actually I don't, I'm not based real on, the old, on
1: the old thing that highwaymen, highwaymen used to use back in God knows when. Um, your money or your life, buddy. Um, and in this case, they're talking about as, you know, any content that has your money or your life. So high-end, particularly sensitive and critical content. This is the stuff that deserves the most uh, review from them. That's what they're calling right. YML. Well. Yeah,
0: and, and what, they, what they say is, you know, the EAT acronym, acronym that you mentioned earlier is, you know, applied a little more in depth on these particular types of um, topics, the, the your money or your life topics. So they're looking at them much harder from a lot of perspectives. The whole EAT, EAT um, acronym applies in much more detail.
1: Yeah, I find it interesting. This This is the first time I've heard of And I think even Jen mentioned this, um, that uh, first time I've heard of them mentioning about reputations, they're actually checking on the reputation of a website and and how that if there is a low, if there's very little, it seems out there, it's going to be a reason for a low rating. And, uh, you know, I think that's, I think that's a good thing, you know, something that critical.
0: So what's the difference between, and I'm thinking from an algorithmic perspective, what would the difference between reputation versus authority be? Are they taking sentiment into, they're finally taking sentiment into play now? Because sentiment's always been around, but it's never really been applied to algorithms very much, if at all. It almost sounds like this is sentiments getting thrown in here now.
1: It is a good, a good way to look at it, I, I wonder. Um, I mean, these are people looking at it, so sentiment would be more easily built in. Um, certainly not from an algorithmic standpoint, but, uh, huh. Right. I don't know. I think that's one of the more interesting takeaways from this. I've never seen them mention reputation. Uh, the next one is hater violence. I'm glad this is there. Web pages created with the sole purpose of promoting hater violence get the lowest rating. Um, Can
0: the next is remove
1: them? Yeah, yeah, really, <laughs> exactly. Well, I guess that effectively does. But oh, God, what page did that leave them at? 100th? Yeah, I guess. And if anyone really wants to find them, well, they're going to find them anyway. So, um, Deceptive page purpose. Now, this is where we really see what appears to be a fake news target here. If a page is created to, quote unquote, manipulate users in order to benefit a person, business, government, or other organization politically, monetarily, or otherwise. <laughs>
0: <That> <laughs> I wonder what they're referring broad. to. That seems pretty broad, though, because, I mean, if you pull out pieces of that, a page created to manipulate users in order to benefit a person, in order to benefit a business monetarily. That's every e-commerce website on the Internet, right? Yeah. Well, yes. So it seems awful broad.
1: Some other measures to this. And remember, we're only taking segments out of this from Jen's article. I imagine there's probably more around this on the actual uh, radar guidelines, and I'd like to read that, actually. Um yeah. might get us a little more perspective. I would think this is about news articles, you know, the kind of stuff that uh, they're, they're making again, sure this, that there is no manipulation again, going on.
0: And again, this is the 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 human guidelines for people, the actual people looking at this stuff. So it's going to be much easier for someone to realize, oh, this is just an e-commerce site versus this is a guy that's loading up a full bunch of AdSense ads and trying to be as uh, you know controversial as he can to get the traffic for his AdSense.
1: Yeah. And, and they give a few uh, few examples here, which I, I think are, are important and I'm glad they did. Uh, and I'm taking this from Jen's article. It says, a web page or website that impersonates a different site. Uh, for example, they've copied a logo or branding of an unaffiliated site or a URL that mimics another site's name. There you go, see that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Next, a web page or website looks like a news source or information page, but in fact has articles with factually inaccurate information to manipulate users in order to benefit a person, business, government, or either lo- – blah, 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 blah or The same thing they mentioned before. Political, politic, political candidate. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> no, there's they, they never said a certain person's name, but the, <laughs> it might be mentioned. Uh, aside. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, I
0: wonder if this portion of the, I wonder if this portion of the algorithm trumps any other portion of the algorithm.
1: You know, what? it's a, it's Sorry, a very good question. Um, a non-satirical web page no. or website presents unsubstantiated conspiracy theories or hoaxes as if the information were factual. I love that they noted non-satirical because there's some fantastic satirical websites out there. Um, Anyway, there's lots more, but that's uh, those are some of the ones I wanted to cover today. Uh, and I do believe this is important for you guys to hear from an SEO perspective. I don't think any of you are, are, are really going to be inter- Im- impacted by the news aspect. Might, might be a few of you, but you know, getting to know a little bit more about what Google sees, and what they think about when they're evaluating pages, though, so I think is always a good thing. All right, why
0: don't you take the next one there, John? Um, so... So now, basically, Google, there's always been a question about you know content versus links, right? And which one's more important? Blah blah blah. And there's there's people on both sides of the fence. And someone asked uh, Gary on Twitter, Ish. basically. Yes, I know, but everybody knows who I mean when I say Gary, right? I hope so, because I I don't like saying his last name. (laughs) It it, it sounds like, you know, I'm not even going to say, never mind. Okay. (laughs) Somebody asked him on Twitter, says, um, is it possible to rank medium competition keyword without backlinks to main age one month old? And Gary basically said, no, nothing else. He said, yes, it's possible. So this is basically saying, you know, yes, you can rank, for some medium competition keywords without having backlinks. And there, yes, it is technically possible. Medium competition keywords, um, but it's going to be just, I, I, I'm not sure I agree with this. I just so don't you know outlier. how it is possible. It happened, I think. Yeah, it would definitely be a, an outlier for sure. So that would make it technically possible. But uh, hmm. I just don't know how he could just definitively say yes. Without explaining that a little more. Okay. Uh,
1: next, we have the Mueller files. Now, uh, I, I uh, will let, uh, well, let's see here. Internal links to About Us, Contact Us, and Table of TOS, Table of Contents. Terms, terms, of, terms, of, of, terms of Service. Terms of Service, thank you. Uh, pages yep. for SEO. Oh, right. Yes. I remember reading this. This is uh, John Mueller uh, replying to someone uh, asking about whether or not they have to, well, essentially whether or not they have to uh, no follow those pages or anything like that, because they're linked to from every page on the site. Practically, do they suck up a lot of page rank? Um, are they having a negative impact on the site? And John Mueller was clear to say that, you know, we, we, we understand that those are are, are not that critical. In terms of uh, this, inform- you know, they're not going to suck up a lot of page rank. Um, that said, so don't worry about blocking them. That said, he says internal linking is a critical. It is a it is a key part of SEO, and it's something that you should be considering. So, if you have new content, make sure
0: you do link to it. Yep. But he also said in that that conversation that they considered those types a page is essential for a good quality website yes. so it, it made me think that okay if you are for some reason somehow blocking those pages from search because you know not using a nofollow, but actually blocking them or no indexing them that could actually be something that they they look at they're, they're not going to ding you hard for it but if that's considered essential for a good quality website and they don't see them on your site for whatever reason because you've locked them that could lower their impression of the quality of your site somewhat so I wouldn't block them completely if at all either. You know, you don't have to go as far as doing, I would just treat them as normal pages. And I think Google understands site structure much better than we think they do. And they build that into their evaluation of pages. They know what a terms of service page is. They know what an about us page is and they know what it's supposed to be used for and why people would want to see those kinds of pages you know, and what search queries would would drive that. So. So I, I think we spend way too much time overthinking this stuff by saying, well, we have to put no follows on all this because we don't want to send page rank to these pages that we don't want to rank. We're over, It's over analysis. You're, you're digging too deep into this for sure.
1: Fair enough. Okay. Well, we'll be right back. And we, talk, when we come back. We'll talk about Google and some manual actions. SEO 101 will be back
0: right after recess. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E-Digital.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be Cranberry Cranberry Radio, we're everywhere. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now. Content for your ears. And everything in between. Cranberry.fm Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session.
1: Welcome back to SEO 101 on cranberry.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Local. And myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. All right, uh, this is something I haven't uh, read yet. So why don't you start with this?
0: So so basically again, um, John Mueller was talking about this. Someone asked a question about what happens after a manual action has been, you know, taken care of. So, so you got a manual action, you fixed everything, and then you resubmit the site and they say, Okay, you're good, and they revoke the manual action and put you back in the index. And there were worries that there were still some basic problems that you would have to face from a ranking perspective. And and I understand that question because most of the time when you have a manual action and you fix things and they put you back in the index, you're not doing nearly as well as you were doing. Because whatever you were doing that caused the manual action was artificially inflating your results. So you got dinged for it. They said, hey, quit doing that. They gave you a manual action. You stopped doing the stuff that artificially inflated your rankings. They took away the manual action. Said, they said, thank you very much, took away your manual action. But now... You're you're where your site should be if you weren't doing that stuff that got you in trouble in the first place. That's why you're not ranking where you were. That's why it looks like there might be some, quote-unquote, leftover effects of the manual action. It's not that. It's because the stuff that you were doing bad that was artificially manipulating the results is gone, and you're now back where you should have been. Now you got to do the real work of SEO to get up to where you want to be instead of the cheating work that got you in trouble in the first place.
1: Amen. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's bound to happen. And that's yep. the way it should work, right? You should be able to work, but cleanly, and uh, get back to where you should be. Exactly. Where you feel you should be. Um, okay, so let's, uh, before we cut the show out here, we need a quick note on the Fred Algorithmic Update. That's uh, what Gary Ish told, uh, I think it was, was it uh, Barry who asked what to call it. Was, it
0: was Barry, yep. <laughs> so and report is- said, what, what should we call this update? <laughs> uh, call Fred, call them Fred. Yeah, call all of them Fred is key because this is going to end up being Fred 1.0, and there's going to be a Fred <laughs> 2.0, and then a Fred 3.0. <laughs> and and we, we were speculating
1: 1. that that maybe that's Gary's middle name, so he's actually naming it after himself.
0: Yeah, Gary I, Fred. Hush. I think so. Yes. <laughs> and I, and oh. I was saying I love all the Fred Flintstone cartoons. Have been going around with it too. It's great. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, maybe maybe it'll be like Fred variations from now. There'll be the Yabba Dabba Do update the uh, oh, <laughs> let's get all these awesome. different all these different flintstones beams
1: a bam bam update yeah there we yeah, go exactly right. okay so i think that should happen i think you're right that's that we've yeah, got to get that around yeah i think <laughs> so too <laughs> okay so uh quickly here uh there isn't uh well it's pretty much an unconfirmed ranking update uh in terms of google uh really gary was speaking tongue-in-cheek i think what he said to call it fred <laughs> um in any case uh our lovely industry did it, and uh, now it's uh, really just up to Barry. He's been doing a good job of you know, keeping on top of what it is that could be happening. He believes, based on what he's gathered, this update is lowering results for sites with low-quality content but have ads. So essentially, sites that are just content sites that have just been designed to um, drive ads since clicks.
0: I wouldn't be a bit surprised also if this was tied very tightly to the things we just talked about for the quality guidelines that came out recently. You know, a lot of the things that we talked about are that quality guidelines are some of the things people are talking about tied to the FRED update as well, right? Yeah. I know. I, know well, I don't think we're seeing it as directly tied to like fake news, but some of those other things when we talked about, you know, sites made purely for profit, um, sites that are not providing any real value to anybody, sites that are have a low reputation or, or misleading content. That's the kind of stuff that's getting hit in Fred.
1: I'll tell you what, the, the sites that did get hit apparently are seeing a 90% drop in traffic. So How? they're getting hit hard. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They're getting the bam-bam treatment. There you go. Um, Bam, bam. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Local, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on cranberry.fm.